Welcome to the Great Communicators podcast presented by the MIT Office of Graduate Education, a professional development podcast expressly designed to bring lessons from the field to our graduate student researchers. My name is Adam Greenfield, and one of my favorite quotes is by the ancient poet Ovid, and it goes, Prefer et abdura, dolor hic tibi proderet olim. That translates to, be patient and strong. One day this pain will be useful to you. I bring this up because in this episode, we're going to be hearing terms like constructive failure and principle of applied laziness, things that require patience and perseverance while going through inevitable failures in both communication and elsewhere in life. But as you'll also hear, it's more than that. It's how those failures benefit you and make you a stronger, better communicator in the end. Now, I don't know many people who have done a TED Talk. In fact, I only know one person, and you're about to hear from him. I look back at talks I gave before then, I was like, wow, that, that, that wasn't very good. That's Ed Boyden, an associate professor at MIT. He's in charge of a neurotechnology group, but his knowledge and expertise has him working with others in all kinds of different science and engineering studies. Oh, and he's on a really important journey on a quest to understand and repair the brain. When it comes to this type of quest and other quests Professor Boyden is a part of, including the aforementioned TED Talk, assuming you have the skills you need, the first step begins with... How do you find the plan of attack? How do you even, you know, you have this big mountain and you have a little crowbar. You have to find some place in the mountain to start prying the rocks apart from each other. And, um, you know, where do you begin? It can be very daunting. Professor Boyden is also not one to sugarcoat something when talking to students or others who are about to embark on a difficult quest of their own. Sometimes you really want to point out just how difficult something is and prepare people for failure. And um, I often ask people to think about aiming for a constructive failure. It's probably going to fail, but you'll know what to do next. And I think from that comes wisdom. Okay, let's dive a little more into this constructive failure idea, and for several reasons. What Professor Boyden has pointed out is that you are going to fail, including when trying to communicate concepts and ideas you've been immersed in for many years. But once you accept this, it then becomes, how do you turn that into your favor? Also, this wasn't something Professor Boyden just thought up one day. This notion of failing up, so to speak, came out of his own processes and failures. I figured out the constructive failure strategies and other strategies that I use to help guide people to solve big problems um, a bit by trial and error. I would see other people talk about how simple it was to solve a problem. So, you know, join my group and you can solve this problem really fast. And, and I tried that out. But the problems that I wanted to work on were much harder and it backfired. People would be like, well, I couldn't solve it in, in one day. I feel bad now. And so I said, all right, that didn't work. So then I started uh, trying the opposite. I mean, all right, this problem is really annoying. We're going to be really frustrated tackling it. We have to bring it down to lots of parts. We're going to have to really deconstruct them one by one and go after them. And it's not going to be fun, but the impact is going to change the world. And something amazing happened. And something amazing happened. And something amazing happened. People learned how to deal with these problems. And they toughened up and were able to go through the, constru the constructive failure process and make their way to the other, the other side and get, get to the wisdom phase. When it came to the TED Talk, Professor Boyden went through a pretty significant preparation process as well. First, 
an initial script was written. It was then practiced in front of small groups of people from various backgrounds numerous times in order to make sure everyone understood it. This practice part of the process, whether in front of others or by himself, turned out to be one of the more helpful things Professor Boyden took away from the entire situation. I've always been the kind of like write the talk the morning of or the night before, and but practicing many times, I actually found myself rethinking things like, wait, that sentence doesn't really quite follow there. And I reorder everything. I gave a talk at the World Economic Forum earlier this year on engineering revolutions, how to help um, revolutionize a scientific discipline or a field or an inventive area or some other area um, when it gets stuck. How do you overturn something for the better? And we had a, after the talk, people would bring up all these questions like, oh, I'm in this war-torn part of the globe and I want to galvanize humanitarian efforts. Um, this sounds like it could help. And I went, really? Wow, I didn't, I didn't think about that because I was thinking about the scientific and engineering implications. But, um, and that one, I practiced that every day for like a week. And I've given now, I don't know, well, well over 300 talks, not including all my classes that I teach and all that. But um, every time I practiced it, I would change it just a little bit. And over a period of four, five, six um, practices, I, I, I found myself really almost converging upon an ideal message, at least at the time. And now I'm looking back at the script and I'm like, wow, I could have improved a bit more. But, uh, so that's the thing I learned most is that you know communication that's experienced can be stressful because you're critiquing, you're, you're, you're finding flaws, but it's better to find them early and catch them you know, be your own critic before the world is your critic. Professor Boyden also has a semi-serious doctrine that sort of aims to ensure the science you're attempting to convey to an audience doesn't get mangled or lose its footing in proof of something. He calls it the principle of applied laziness. The idea behind it is that when things become too problematic, it's probably not worth doing. For example, to, to try to take a really complex topic and force it into a TED talk and it just doesn't fit and you end up ruining the science, you know, well, that's too hard to do. You shouldn't try it, right? It's, it's going to ruin the science and, and um, you know, backfire in the long run. So uh, when I agreed to do that TED talk and, and now I'm writing a second one, um, these were topics that I thought could fit in that format that could be clearly communicated without losing any of the science. But there are certainly topics where to squeeze it in would cause you to lose so much of the science or you'd have to work so hard to get into that Time limit. I mean, it could take many, many years to try to force it in, and it might not still work. That maybe it shouldn't be, shouldn't be tried. Yeah, I, I have a sort of a way of looking at things where you know things that that naturally seem to fit go with those, and if something just doesn't work, then you know, as long as you have good skills and you tried hard, and it wasn't for lack of of um, trial or, or, or judgment, then then that's that's that. Of course, Professor Boyden knows that people are different. Not all advice is one-size-fits-all, or there's one general rule that should be applied to everything by everyone. However, there is a process he considers significant enough to mention. I have a firm belief that if you really think backwards from the end goal, if you really work backwards from the outcome you want to achieve, and then survey all the possible paths, at least as many as you have patience for, and then make your strategy, make your plan after that, um, that's sort of a general meta rule that can help with communication and with life in general, frankly. And so, yeah, whether somebody's crafting an advertisement to try to sell a product or um, a manuscript to a scientific journal or whatever, you want to be thinking about what you want the outcome to be and then anticipate 
other outcomes as well. Oops, this might have a side effect. Uh, people might interpret this the wrong way, or this is not quite what I want to say. It's not that accurate. Anticipate those things early on, you know, kind of, what's the old saying? All great battles were won before they're ever fought. I think that's, you know, especially true in things like communication. At the top of the show, I brought up a quote that stressed patience and strength, as there will be failures in life, but from those failures comes success. And really, that's a lot of what Professor Boyden was talking about when it comes to constructive failure, wasn't it? That all those little rocky bumps in the road eventually smooth over. This is certainly the case in communication. Professor Boyden also talked about how beneficial practice can be. This is brought up by several communicators in this entire series, but in Professor Boyden's case, after giving hundreds of talks, he's learned that practicing a communication is very helpful in trimming out things that don't further the idea he's trying to get across. And finally, when preparing a communication, start with the desired end result and work your way back to the beginning. This will help you anticipate any potential problems that need clearing up before it comes time to give the actual communication. Thanks for listening to the Great Communicators podcast brought to you by the MIT Office of Graduate Education. My name is Adam Greenfield, and feel free to talk amongst yourselves. This podcast was written and produced by Adam Greenfield. The executive producer of this podcast is Patrick Urich. The Great Communicators podcast. The Great Communicators podcast. Brad Comex Live. Brad Comex The Game, and the Technically Speaking comic book series are part of a professional development initiative called GradX. GradX is made possible by GradX is made possible by the Office of Graduate Education at the Massachusetts Institute of Technology. To find out more about GradX as well as get access to other episodes of the Great Communicators podcast, go to gradx.mit.edu. Go to gradx.mit.edu. For more information and links on the music used in this episode, please see the show notes.